Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt. Weekday mornings at 8. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. 8.30 in the morning. I drained that six-foot putt. Playing a new game. Having a great day. Great day for golf out there today. Of course, Jake, I hear uh, slushy, like heavy snow tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Your look right there says all. Like, seriously? That's a bummer. (laughs) It is a bummer. Oh, I got the car washed the other day. The car's looking good. Feeling good. 60s. You know, it's probably 60 every day down there where my next guest lives. Lori Latimer Volkman. Good morning, LLV. How you doing? I am good, David. How are you? Good. What is it? Uh, sixty-five and sunny right now, and then uh... no, it's not. It's forty-five and rainy. It's awful. Oh, okay. I don't feel as uh, <laughs> bad right now. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, thunderstorms. <laughs> oh boy, folks. This is what we do when she comes on. We laugh. We have fun. Occasionally, we talk some Broncos and the NFL. Uh, let's start with JJ Watt. Were you surprised he went to the Arizona Cardinals? A little bit. I mean, I, because I, you know, I, I think we all figured JJ Watt probably has his pick of the litter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I, yeah, but I think you know, we saw the Arizona defense do pretty well last year, and they have they have a young quarterback who shows a lot of promise. And I think you know we've we've talked about this, and I know I've written about it. One of the things that defense loves is to know that their team has a 
and you know, a building offense or like an offense that has like long term stability in the works. Mm-hmm. So maybe you felt like Kyler Murray, they've got that, and because you, you want to have confidence in your quarterback, and he's you know, JJ Watt has had that. He hasn't had much else right, um, right. to rely on, but you know. He did have Deshaun Watson, so he knows. So, and I think Broncos fans are probably because it's Vance Joseph as the defensive coordinator. We probably have a little more surprise than than others in the league, other yeah. fans in the league. Um, but I've always thought Vance Joseph. I actually think being defensive coordinator is his position. Like he knows defense. He's a he's a he's a good defensive coordinator. He just was never. He just could didn't have that head coach management material. So I I'm not as like down on the on JJ Watt's choice as most people, but it is a little bit of a surprise. You know, you'd think he'd probably go to somebody that's more of a, a known contender rather than a potential contender. Right, right. Like a like a Buffalo or the Green Bay's. We heard those teams mentioned. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. going to probably uh, maybe more than probably the toughest division in football. They are all going to be competitive. But Arizona probably looked at like, oh man, the Rams just got Stafford. Russell Wilson is still there. Um, we need more pass rushers. You can never have too many pass rushers, so it makes sense exactly. for them. What does his contract say to you? I believe it was two years, 31 mil, um, for Vaughn Miller. Look, they're about the same age, uh, same draft class, et cetera. What does that tell you what might be in Vaughn's future, either here or somewhere else? Yeah, I hope it. I hope what it says to Vaughn Miller is, you know, there's, there's decent money out there for him. Mm-hmm. He can probably get that from the Broncos, and I hope the Broncos look at it and go, I'm not going to try to undersell him too much, like like John Elway is known for. So, right. you know, you go in and you offer him $12 million, you might as well. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it would be a slap in the face, and I, I hope the Broncos look at that and go, you know, I think what's Vaughn set to make around eighteen million. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, base salary seventeen and a half, and workout. Uh, yeah, cap hit is twenty two. Yeah. Uh, he'll make about eighteen. Yeah. So I think I think if the Broncos come in around that number, I think for Vaughn that looks that would be acceptable. It should be acceptable given you know some of the the things we've talked about. He's he's older. He's coming off injury. But he's Von Miller, so like you, you have to, you have to kind of, you just have to add that in if you want to take it seriously. And I hope the Broncos take it seriously. So I would think he's he 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 should be valued around that same. I would even do it a little bit higher. <laughs> of course you would, which is why I'm yeah, glad you're not but, negotiating because you would just be throwing right. cash out the window. <laughs> I oh I totally would. I would yeah. be the most bankrupt GM yeah. out there. I would I would have to have some serious angel investors for my team. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> we're laughing and we're talking with Lori Latimer Volkman, editor, milehighreport.com. I found this on uh spotrack.com, a website I like to go to for uh salary caps and what stuff, but they had uh, some projections, some predictions for free agents. So two teams being involved here, Arizona that we were just talking about, and the Broncos, they have Patrick Peterson coming to Denver, but then they have Shelby Harris going back to Arizona. Uh, which of those would you rather have in the Broncos uniform coming up this year, Peterson or Harris? Ooh, Harris. Harris? You had to think about it, huh? Well, because I've been saying cornerback is definitely a position I want the Broncos to, to you know, 
they need it. And I would, I do think if you can get a good one in free agency, that's probably ultimately better, you know, next year right away than, than just getting one in the draft, um, than getting the top one in the draft. But, right. but I, I, I really feel like Shelby Harris, he's, he's underestimated and he's been underestimated. We've, we, we've seen that. Um, mm-hmm. we got lucky, honestly, last year being able to keep him. And then he had another great year and he, you know, he may still not be able to command the money and attention across the league that he wants, but, um, he's, he's going to, he's still going to get attention. And I, I think, you know, when you look at our defensive line, having, you know, we, we cut Jarrell Casey, it'd be nice to have a veteran solid contributor and, and not even just a solid one, but a, you know, a great leader and, and, you know, a, a guy who can be a game changer. He's not just a good defensive lineman. He can, you know, he gets after Patrick Mahomes. He bats down passes. I mean, he's, he's a threat. And yeah, it seems like once a game, he's, he's knocking down a pass. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't he, I mean, he was up there in the, you know, on the leaderboard for that across the NFL. And that's, we didn't have many game changing moments on our defense. Like, you know, where you're like, you know, we didn't have a lot of like t- turnovers, like takeaways, you know, yeah. fumble recoveries and, and interceptions. And so we had, we had sacks and pressures and tackles and, but you know, Shelby Harris was kind of the lone superhero there with <laughs> doing something that really changed the play. Yeah. Um, so I'd really like to keep him. And, and if it was at the expense of a, of a cornerback, um, you know, Patrick Peterson is, <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. But right. I think I'd keep to Harris. Okay. Uh, th- there's plenty of money now, it seems, uh, to make moves. Um, so say you keep Shelby Harris. Is Peterson the corner you want? I mean, he's still very good. I wouldn't say great anymore. Maybe you want to argue with me. He's 30. Is that the guy you would target, or do you want to go younger? I would want to go younger. I mean, I think that's probably my my biggest thing in, in that scenario of Peterson or, over Harris. Yeah. Harris is is still, I think, at an age. He's, he's getting older, too, but given his position and what he's doing, I think he's got a few more years. Peterson, also very good, but like that's a that's a tough position to keep up with these fast young wide receivers. Agreed. So so when you're you need to be twenty seven or younger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you gotta be twenty eight or younger, like if you're if you're really gonna command the money that that, you know, we're gonna wanna try to maybe offer to get a top notch cornerback. I'm looking at a mock draft here on NFL dot com. Uh number nine they have the Broncos taking Justin Fields. What's your initial reaction to that mock pick? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the quarterback out of Ohio State. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. Oh, okay. There you go. Why no, no? <laughs> I I don't want us drafting a quarterback. Like, if we're, if you're, to me, if you're not getting the, if you're not getting Trevor Lawrence, I, I have not looked at film on all these guys and I haven't read up on all of them, but I, I feel like all you're doing is either, either we're going to go with Drew Locke and see what he has next year and then decide, okay, he's not it. And we're, we're tanking and we're drafting at the top in 2022. Right. Or, or we're putting our money, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can to get an elite quarterback like Deshaun Watson 
or Russell Wilson or if he's available, Zach Prescott. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and if we're not getting one of those guys that puts you in the you know top five quarterback range, then stick with stick with Drew Luck because I if you go with if you go with Justin Fields if you go with one of the quarterbacks who's among the the top ones but not the top guy you're still looking at just trying to determine potential and development and a you know a bit of a project and I say project with all the terms of endearment you can because these college guys coming to the NFL and it's just not the same game it's no. not the same it is not the same for any of them I mean even Trevor Lawrence I think will will recognize yeah <laughs> this is this is different these I didn't play against these kinds of cornerbacks and safeties and linebackers and edge rushers. Right. So, um, so I I just think it's too much of a, a gamble, and you're putting yourself back another couple of years that we don't need to do. And if you're George Payton as the new GM, and you're Vic Fangio with your hot seat as the coach, yeah. I don't think you want to go with the rookie quarterback with your first round pick, you know, like right. then you're basically saying, this is the guy we need to go with. And I think that's too risky at this point. Yeah, no, if, you, if they pick a rookie and they go five and 11 again, uh, I, you're right. I don't think Vic Fangio wants his future in Justin Fields hands. I hear you. On that. Right. Um, Lori, always a pleasure. Uh, go out there. <laughs> well, it's raining, so no pickleball today, uh, but have that's a great right. weekend. Thanks. You do the same. Thank you. Folks, check out their website, milehighreport.com. Another great website, along with ours, milehighsports.com. Everything Broncos. One more segment to go on this hump day, Mile High Sports. Everything.